It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cotter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Bean. Sean, how is it going? It's going very well, Connor. As, as you well know, I've cracked a can of Monster uh, just before starting recording the show. So, in the usual time when I'd lull off, I'm going to be raring. So... Story oh. four is going to be the, the, the heavy hitter this week. <laughs> 45 minutes in, we're going for another hour. <laughs> Just keep recording. Just never stop. It never gets published. <laughs> it, I'll just hang up and you'll still be talking to yourself. He's yeah. like, that's fucking mad. That's a weird news story for the ages. I'll just keep assessing the story and just going deeper and deeper into it. <laughs> so, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. Uh, I've still been talking about last week's show, so I've not had time to talk about any weird news stories, Connor. No, absolutely not. And so I normally just, I scour the globe. I try to put together all of the weirdest idiots in the world this week. And mm-hmm. there have been some idiots this week, and is what I was saying. here I am. <laughs> and I get one of them to, to talk for the other one. You're the representative. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Highlander scenario. Like you, There's one, and you're the last one, and you're the best of the best in terms of idiots. <laughs> I basically get you in to find out the mindset. Because I'm looking from the outside. I don't know what these people are thinking. Yeah, I'm like one of those grizzled old detectives that comes in and like gets in the mind of the serial killer. But and has done a load of is, murders himself. Yeah, like his mur- <laughs> he does a load of murders, his personal life is really fucked up. I've been watching Hannibal recently. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, we are starting this week with a crime that I would say is the equivalent of Hannibal um, and the crime oh. that he has done. Now, you're familiar with, like, that's cannibalism, right? That's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay, but, so same I level mean, as cannibalism. Now, some would say my comparison skills might be a bit off, but I would say pretty bang on, because here we go. There is a vandal in a village in Britain, Sean, currently. Oh. And this vandal... I know I said cannibalism was the same. This can- vandal is pouring beans on people's front door, Sean. Oh, pouring that's... <laughs> That's just chaotic evil right there, because there's no sense to that. The, <laughs> like, baked bean. Like, I'm assuming it's a tin of baked beans. It's a tin of baked beans, Sean, yes. Okay, and is he hitting, like, a particular suburb all in one night? Or is it single <laughs> to one individual? Because that's more worrying. <laughs> and if it's a one individual, it's a hate crime, isn't it? 
That's yeah. That's like targeted assault at that point. Local officers have received reports reports of incidents in Warnish where beans and other food has been poured onto residents' front doors and cars overnight. The Surrey police have ro- have written on their Facebook page, Sean, the best oh. place for all policemen to go. That, that's all the reports have to go through Facebook, otherwise they're not an actual crime. How will I know what Susan thinks? <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> What's with all these care reacts? <laughs> um, the victims are understandably distressed. By this unacceptable mm. behaviour, the Facebook post says, and it also included an image, which was the saddest image I could ever see. Four empty cans of beans, presumably discarded by the perpetrator, and a photo of un- some unfortunate locals bean-drenched driver's side door. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you're n- you'll, never, you'll never truly get the beans away from... The you know, stink will be the there. The, the, oh, the stink will be there. The texture, there'll be a bit of stickiness. Now, not as bad as it could have been, because I was thinking what else comes in tins, right? You throw, it's summer. It's summer at the minute. Tuna. Bug season. Tuna. Oh, tuna's pure filth, actually. Go fuck yourself <laughs> with that one. I was thinking tinned pineapple, Connor. Oh, the okay. sugar content. The ants. I, Imagine the I, ants. Mm, see, I went, yeah, I went tuna because I just... I think that would be worse. That's that's an instant bad, and it'll yeah. get worse as it, like the pineapple. That's nice for the first. I would say five minutes. You're thinking that's a nice smell, sweet, but I can I can live with it. Yeah. But as the day goes on, there's a lot of ants. Seems to ants. attract quite a few of them. And now now you're the house with you're the pineapple house in a world of houses <laughs> covered in baked beans. You're the one man covered in pineapple. Like Which all the ants are going to go to you. <laughs> I'd rather have the beans. I take the beans over the ants any day. I mean, they, they're going to have to scrub and scrub these cards, but they'll never be clean, Sean. I mean, no matter how much they scrub. No, no. Like, <laughs> do, you know, do you know what would be slightly more confusing? It's not worse by any means. But, like, if on the car they just left an opened can of spam. <laughs> like, just like, the, op- like, it's opened, but it's not anywhere. It's just no, opened. It's just opened, left gently atop the car. <laughs> And, and like, a little note next time. <laughs> yeah, just a perfect cube of like fucking processed meat. The um, <laughs> what I was thinking as well. You said there was four cans of empty beans or four yeah. empty cans of beans. The beans were probably full. The cans were empty. But grammar, grammar. It's, it's important to me. Mm. But have you seen? And this is like I don't know whether it's the worst thing I've ever seen or the best thing I've ever seen. But it's the little like bachelor's beans packets and you it's like for all the world like um a, some dairyly lunchables but it's just a pack of beans that you just pull the top off like a muller corner but there's beans inside so you can just have beans on the go <laughs> okay i'll be honest with you whoever's having that is is a maniac <laughs> if there's a listener right now that is <laughs> actually there's some world where one of our listeners are eating those beans right now <laughs> right as they listen to this and like they're just they're gently they're listening to it right now and they're just holding the spoon just like oh. it's, they're trying to, to find out what our opinion is of it <laughs> wonder what the, well I, I i love beans but what did the lads think about beans on the go <laughs> What do you think about beans on the go? Because I think, I think there was if it wasn't broke, don't change it. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of like, I, like I like beans in things. I wouldn't eat a, t- a tin of beans on their own, uh, nor a little convenient <laughs> snack pack of beans. Yeah. I'm not eating that by the spoon. I think if, if you eat beans on their own, you have to have a little stick that has a little bag on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true and you have a little tiny metal grate that you heat the beans over <laughs> of course of course <laughs> or else you're gonna eat them that but that's like that's the beauty of the tinned beans that doesn't work like anytime you see someone eating those little snack packs of beans you know they're eating cold beans you'll never see a hobo eating those packets it's just not <laughs> it's just not right <laughs> they prefer the recyclability of the tin <laughs> They're all about the environment. All that's plastic. Environment. We're fucked if we keep eating. The beans are trying to kill us off. That's the only thing that's going on. It, is this 
is this like Banksy but for beans? Like, is this a protest about the amount of bean snack packs that are on the market? Well, I think what really stood out to me in this Facebook comment section is that the police, like, they have to give a description of what, like, this someone suspicious or keep an eye out for this person and their right. description was a shifty looking person carrying a half dozen cans of baked beans well, that, in the well, early that could mornings. be anyone in Britain <laughs> how will you know if they have baked beans unless they're carrying them like in their hands at that exact time which I don't think is the best way to transport these beans to crime. no they have I think they'd have like a bandolier like grenades but it's beans like <laughs> like two of them across their chest or oh, you wouldn't want to be biting off the top. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. <laughs> Do you think, okay, what if, because there's, there's two types of cans of beans, Connor. One of them has a convenient little pull tab that you can mm. just, <laughs> beans plenty. But yeah. then you have the ones that are just a fucking sealed tin and you need an opener. So do you mm. think maybe he's got the, the bandoliers of beans across his chest, two holsters on the side, separate can openers. Do you think Beans killed his parents? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. You know, he's, he's just channeled that into into bean-based justice from now on. What? I don't understand the vandalism, though. I mean, the fact that it's happened multiple times now, and the reason why this is in, a, this is in our weird news section is because they took the time to put on a Facebook post that this needs to be stopped. Like... This is a this is a village wide concern that you could be next for this how, bean vandalism. How big is the village? It, I, I granted, I'm asking a lot of you there. How am I going to know? What do you want? Square foot? What's the next? No, just like population density by square kilometer, please. Uh, uh, I'm taking a hundred thousand by fifteen hundred feet. Okay, fair enough. What's the name of it? Uh, <laughs> was that the um, in Waverley? Waverley, Wizards of Waverley Place, perhaps. It's a borough in South East England. It's also a housing development in Greystones in Wicklow. Oh, the the village is Wanersh. Sorry, so W O N E R S H. Yeah. Wanersh. Uh, okay, village in England. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ah, lads, it's t- imagine a, a, a small country village and that's it. Like, but, but, but then that means it's one of them. That's it. It's someone in the village, like a hot fuzz situation. And But like the person, the you could solve this crime immediately because I guarantee you there's two fucking supermarkets in that village. Like, mm. just go and look at the person buying 46 cans of beans. <laughs> now, here's the thing. We think that this is just a one-off. This has happened multiple times, Sean. For example, last year, what happened in the park was somebody decided to put a load of beans over the swings and the sea sauce. And the children turned up and nobody could use any of them because there was beans everywhere, Sean. I mean, the beans aren't going to kill you. That's why why God invented washing machines, children. They they also put the beans on the merry-go-round, which would be extra (laughs) slippy to fuck with them. That's actually... Oh, beans on a slide. Imagine beans on a slide. <laughs> and someone said, one parent wrote on Facebook, I don't understand, which I think really <laughs> sums it all up. <laughs> Just, there's no sense to this. No one, can, no one can fix this. And so this has been going on for quite a while. And so they, they've been making mess on equipment. They've been making mess on houses. They've been making messes on cars. Sean, what is the idea behind these beads and how do we bring this person to justice? Um, okay, so advantages toast of man. beans, I suppose. So, sorry, what? I just said toast man. Toast man. <laughs> but if anything, toast man would ally with Mr. Bean. Yeah, actually, that'd be a Batman and Robin situation, to be honest. <laughs> That's true, that's true. Actually, what's Rowan Atkinson up to? <laughs> Is he making a comeback? Because this would be great viral marketing. I don't think Rowan Atkinson needs this viral marketing. Are you sure, though? Because who's ever yeah. heard of Rowan Atkinson? Everyone. Is he not a sir? He's, is he? Is he? I think he might be a sir. What if he's a mister? I think he's probably a multi-billionaire, so I think he's fine. Rowan Atkinson, he's a CBE. He has a commendation of the British Empire. Oh, sorry. Sure, sure we have that, like. 
<laughs> have that in the back. May go find it. Just, just keep adding more and more letters after my name. <laughs> so, Sean, how do we bring this person to justice? Because it's happened multiple times now. It's a small village. How do we lure them out? I will say I actually looked up the population of the village in 2011 in the census. It's about 3,600 people. Okay, I mean, that is, there's nobody there. Like, there's just, no it has one to be there. one of them. <laughs> it's, it's not some blowing. Or, or, like, if it is the guy who just moved to town. Then it's like, definitely him. It's definitely, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's the clearly him. Um, Mr. Bachelors. Miss- who did it? <laughs> Actually, if you did get like, oh, he, yeah, he's unmarried. He's an unmarried man, a bachelor, if you will. Oh, uh, yes. He's expressing himself through beanage. But <laughs> this is the next season of The Bachelor. What if? And and maybe okay. Need the town needs a new industry, right? So you get big into grain, okay? Grain farming. Just grow a load of wheat, uh, right? And then set up a mill. And then okay. turn that into flour, mix it with some other things, who can say what, and it becomes bread, right? But not just any bread. You fashion that bread into doormats, right? And then... My head, my head is in my hands, but please continue. Summer heat toasts the bread on the metal <laughs> plate that you've installed underneath your doormat, bread. And right. then once Bean Boy comes along, it's breakfast for the family. <laughs> So your idea is like the opposite of like a gingerbread house. You're just making a bread house yeah. and then hoping that Bean Man comes along and we're going to eat a piece of our home. Yes. I, but like, but that's how the industry thrives is because now you have people, as soon as they eat the, as soon as they eat the doormat... You're, you're, you're out to get a new doormat. Would there just not be a recession if he retires? <laughs> the housing crisis. If, if he's, if, yeah, but, but that's the thing. Then you get someone else takes up the mantle of beef. It's like a town tradition that's passed down from person to person. And someone <laughs> takes up the mantle of bean man. <laughs> I feel like you should never start a company. Just in terms of business. Um, I think there's a lot of expenses and there's not a lot of profit in that idea but no sorry you sell the the doormats you don't just give them away for free yeah but there's a lot of steps before selling the doormats that you're making them out of bread that you grow in farms yeah all bread is grown Connor (laughs) no but you're setting up your own farm from scratch (laughs) well the, the, the townsfolk are banding together to do it I like, the idea. I like the idea you in the square trying to rattle them all together and they're yeah. like who the fuck is he <laughs> people we've been plagued by this bean menace for too long <laughs> isn't that the new guy <laughs> too long he's been plaguing us and as lead suspect in the bean man case <laughs> I say we need to stop him I mean them could be anyone. Could be anyone. Certainly not me. <laughs> we need to stop me. Wait. No, damn. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I propose a toast. Beans. <laughs> <laughs> we all lift up cans of beans and like, drink them off. Um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And we are going to Eastbourne. Um, in, this is in England as well. Because I have man's handwriting was so bad... Eastbourne bank staff didn't know he was trying to rob them. <laughs> oh, so now, they were robbed by know, a doctor, were they? <laughs> oh well, no, I don't think I don't know if we have covered this before because this happened a few months ago, and he's only in court now, which right. is why it's coming back out. And I can't remember if we covered it or not, which is putting me in a weird situation. I don't think we. I did. don't think so. I think I would have remembered a, a, a bad handwriting man robbing a bank. So, Slattery entered three banks in Eastbourne and Hastings in the space of two weeks and used written notes to ask the cashiers to hand over money, officers said. According to the police, his first attempt was at the Nationwide Building Society in Terminus Road, everyone's second favourite road. What's everyone's first favourite road, Connor? uh, Abbey. Pretty good. (laughs) Certainly a road. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Improv. But due to poor handwriting, the employee was unable to read the note and Slattery just left. 
<laughs> That's got to be a sad say- sight of a man leaving after trying to rob the bank. Yeah, just like, I'm sorry, sorry, what does this say? And he'd be so taken aback by that point. So he just shut down, just left, just peace out. And then presumably went home and, like, did a Skillshare class about fucking Calligraphy. <laughs> Calligraphy gets really good at it this time. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of <suppose> Skillshare... <laughs> No, he types it out on Comic Sans, prints it off. <laughs> It'll never happen again. It's the most legible font. <laughs> a Sussex police spokesperson said, staff at the bank, and I think this is the best words, later managed to read the note, which means it took them a while of passing it around. I can only assume, like, what the fuck does this say? If, yeah, like a few people looked at it and tried to work it out in that point. Yeah. Uh, your, this, the note said, your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the 10s and 20s and think about the other customers. That's what he said in the note. But having seen the note, the, uh, the employee could not figure out what the fuck he was talking about. I could only see the numbers 10 and 20. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, well, but that's such a roundabout way. Like, I get he's trying to deliver a threat, right? But, like, certain things work better when they're spoken. If that was said out loud, yeah, absolutely, that's a terrifying thing to hear. But reading that slowly over the course of a letter, I don't think it has the same impact, you know? Like, to whom it may concern. On this day, <laughs> I would would, would I, request of you... I, the, the man in front <laughs> would request of you this humble, humble ask... <laughs> that if you could forsake me with some notes of tens and twenties values. It's with you being of sound body and mind and hoping to keep it that way. Because <laughs> I have a gun and you're going to die. I will say it goes off at the end. <laughs> the <little note. laughs> I, I, I got to, I, Look, I wrote it in the car. I was doing my best. Yeah, he was writing the first bit in at home, and then he had to rush. He was like, "Fuck, I may make that half two appointment for the bank robbery." Yeah, like, and okay, maybe let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. Maybe the the bank and the whole town is built on cobbled roads, and he hmm. took a horse to get there. I mean, we riding. could give him that. I mean, you could. I feel like that's once again the work of a madman. So let's maybe not give him that kind of leeway. Okay. Um, he could just be really bad at writing with his hands. That's But fair. an expert with his feet. <laughs> it's a, a multi-talented man. Excellent. Skill <laughs> that's, that's what he got that the glass wouldn't stand up to. He's got, he's got a good kick. <laughs> yeah, that, he never says what he has that the glass won't stand up to. But I think, I like the idea that it's Kung Fu. It's Kung Fu, but also, like, we decided long ago the best weapon to rob a banquet is a grenade. <laughs> Did we? We decided this ages ago because if, if someone walks in holding a grenade and says, "Give me the money," all bets are off at that yeah, point. It's, it's like I'll kill you, I'll kill me. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just in this now. This is my life. Um, so Slattery uh, then decided that two weeks later he would try to rob a different bank, and he entered the building. And upon giving his note to the cashier, the cashier could once again barely make out what he was trying to say, to which he then had to tell her, verbally, that it was a robbery. She then gave him two and a half grand in cash, and he left. But upon receiving this report, officers said that they had already heard of Slattery from the previous robbery, because they looked at cameras, and so Hmm. the second time, they just went straight to his home, and he was just sitting there with his two and a half grand, just like, yes, the perfect crime. I've done it. And like, but like, occasionally in crimes, they'll like, you know, they'll check fingerprints, they'll check security cameras. Occasionally, they'll try and match handwriting as well. What if he was trying to throw him off the scent, and he's actually like a a, a scribe in medieval times or something? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> also, that would imply he'd have to take the note home with him, or or he didn't take the note. I he think didn't. if you he had the. It. Yeah, he left the note. No, you're right. So he left it there. And there was directions to his enemy's house on the back. 
Yeah, in in Invisible Ink, that could only be revealed mm-hmm. with lemon juice and heat, Connor. You're thinking of a natural national treasure kind of situation. I am. I am. I, I, most days of my life, I'm thinking of a national <laughs> treasure. You situation. just want a big r- riddle or a mystery. To I pop just up. want excitement. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be Nicolas Cage, um, and so they, they apparently in his home they found sticky labels identical to the label that had been handed over at the two bag shots. So. Not quite bulletproof in terms of finding evidence, but I would say pretty close. He he wrote it on labels. Yeah. La- like sticky address labels. Yeah, like the ones you have beside the phone. Why? What? What do you have? Wait, what, sorry. Explain that for a second. What do you have beside the phone? The sticky labels. This is... No. <laughs> if, you, if you ever work in any office and they have like a phone... They'll definitely have some sticky notes beside it that you write. If someone rings when I got over Tom, you no, write it on sorry. it. Sticky notes. Absolutely grand. The labels are like, I thought that's what you put on front of your school books. Ah, right. No. Yeah, I, I'm with you now. No, I, no, I, I, I took sticky labels as sticky notes. That's fair. That's absolutely fine. It was, it, was, it was an error in syntax on my part. I'd like to formally apologise. Please accept this handwritten note. Do you know, I once got told that my signature looks like I'm testing a pen. <laughs> I could have a big long discussion about signatures because there's pressure. Why do, <laughs> for example, right, why does anyone who's older than us, their signatures always look way cooler and way more refined. Ours look like shit, Sean. Ours look like total shit. But, like, I think Dave just had more time to practice. Like, you know. I don't know. Mine is very squiggly. But I just literally copied off everyone else. Like, I could just write mine, like, not connected. Connor Lawler. <laughs> but I'm like... Just holding well, everybody... in your face. Just... <laughs> but it's like, everybody else is doing fancy stuff. So I better do a big C. Squiggles. Big L. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I get the S and then I just put my hand into spasm and just whatever happens, happens. <laughs> and if they ever ask you for a signature twice, different signature each time, I'll get oh, arrested. <laughs> I don't know why I bother giving my signature on anything. Because <laughs> nobody can read it. <laughs> it makes no difference at all. The, uh, like my passport <laughs> driver's license and like daily signature are all different. Yeah, and, and it's just whatever I felt like on the day. Yeah. What, was I taking big C? Little C? I don't know how to start, because once it starts, I'm just kind of going into a little bit of a squiggle zone. That's it. Am I con or am I conner today? (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, signatures are something that baffle me. I'm one of those people that constantly is just like, maybe I should just write it like I would normally write it. But then I'm like... Is the person maybe even like if it's an Amazon driver? Are they are they judging me if I do like yeah. a childlike signature? Yeah, just very carefully between the lines. <laughs> yeah. On the, the line, careful. The um, what was I going to say there? Um, we're talking about signatures. No, it's gone. It's a, it was a good thought, Connor, but it's absolutely gone, and I'm sorry. I failed everyone involved. You were talking about driving license, uh, passport, no, it's gone. It's gone. your it's social security again. number. Wait, you were what? just about to tell us. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. It's one, two, three. <laughs> That's it. Um, oh, <laughs> you got it early. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Sean what do you think of this guy I think if you try to commit the crime and you hand in the note would you have the balls to hand in the same note the second time around as well or, yeah or do you go home and like try your best to write it again but he clearly didn't like he just he, like he, 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 he couldn't they couldn't read the note twice so either he gave in the same note after knowing it didn't work and apparently like just placing blame on the cashier mm. uh, or <laughs> What are you home, illiterate? It's so clearly there. Went home, wrote it again and still fucked it up. Do you think he copied the first one onto a second one? <laughs> I like the idea he's like Bart Simpsoning it. Like he's writing out 55 times on a board just to try to get it right. But then whenever it comes to this post it note, he always gets it wrong. He's like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. It's not clear. Oh, I, need more, I need more space. I remember what I was going to say. So, and it's not funny at all. It's just a thing I think every so often. <laughs> but the. Isn't it wild that, like, I had a class of, like, when I was learning to write, I was in a class of like 30 kids. You were 19. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Uh, still getting there. But, like, the teacher taught us all to write, and the teacher would write letters on the board, but everyone's handwriting is different. That's wild to me. 
That seems like a very philosophical question. What? It's just about, is it about personality? What is this, shot? I don't know. I, I think people's hands are strong in different ways. Uh, so <laughs> Put that on his tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, your, your middle finger might move stronger than your thumb or any of that shit. I'm going to have a few Albert Einstein quotes beside some people's hands are stronger than others. <laughs> no, in different ways. They're strong in different ways. Everyone, it, Which could be inspirational. Like you Some know. people have vice-like grips. Some people light as a feather. You don't some, know. So, yeah, you ever give a handshake to someone and it feels like, oh no, oh that's wrong. That I break your thing. bones. Ever done that? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 oh, the lad I used to work with had a really fucking strong grip. And I was like, oh, I'm never introducing myself to you again. Which is usually how it works. Usually you do it once. <laughs> usually, never again. Why would you do it? Why would Why you be like, oh, hi, I'm Sean. <laughs> Good to see you again. Oh, well, maybe. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to have to move on, right? Because we were talking about right. calligraphy there for quite a while. But um, we're moving on to just a small story that the headline made me burst out laughing. Because it was on Teesside Life. And it's a case of a loyal Aldi customer, Shad, who was reduced to tears. Oh. Mom left crying and shaking by speed of Aldi cashier as food piled high. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. They're too quick. They're just too quick, Sean. It's efficient. It's efficient, Connor. What you do? I've, no, look, I, I, I'll say myself, I'm something of an athlete, but I've <clears> never had <throat> an issue. With Something the being the keyword. <laughs> uh, so what I do here's my standard procedure. Uh, I'd go up, and I, I've been doing a week shop lately. You know, like it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a bit, quite oh, a bit geez. going into that trolley. So, well, it's still Aldi, like so. It's all frubs, <laughs> just the whole thing. Just it's packets upon packets of frubs <laughs> and beans. I, what more do you need? And I keep them both at room temperature. Um, <laughs> But you get your bags. I have two Aldi bags. Fit perfectly in the trolley. And you just just throw it in. Don't worry about putting bread on the bottom or the top. It's fine. You're going to be taking them out in 15 minutes anyway. It's not going to ruin it. Right. So you just hop it all into the bags. Say thank you very much and leave. Maybe pay for it if you can. <laughs> Sorry, that doesn't help really at the till. It does though. Because you can just pack as it's being thrown out. Now look. Right. Some people can't. That's fine. But that's what the repacking shelf of shame is for in Aldi. You know that bit by the window? (laughs) Shelf of shame. (laughs) So loyal Aldi customer Nicola Fuller. I just have the idea of you with your trolley looking at Crash going (laughs) shaking your head. (laughs) Fucking animals. (laughs) How the lesser half live. Look at them. (laughs) Pack it into their little bags to walk home. I am humbled by this journey. <laughs> uh, so Nicola Fuller was with her three young children when she became embroiled in a heated discussion with a staff member she claims was rude. So oh. the, the 35-year-old's complaint centred on the worker's ferocious speed and aggressive approach as she loaded her food on the conveyor belt. She claims the worker refused to slow down, <laughs> even as food fell from the allocated packing area onto the floor like a slot machine. What the fuck? <laughs> this is her complaint. That's a fair complaint. <laughs> but does that would that have happened? Um, I don't know. Make, make I feel like one. One, like, bag of lettuce or something might have fallen, and that's it. But, like, I don't think your man was just shoving shit off. There's no way that he's, like, going, putting it through, and he sees it all piling up, and it starts falling, like, just, like, the leaning tower of Pisa. And he's still like, no, fuck it, more cereal. More fucking shit. Give Give me the eggs. Give me the eggs. <laughs> Putting them on fucking top. This will fucking teach you. Um, she, uh, and to make matters worse, she says other customers were gawping as the cashier piled the food high. Eventually, huge towers of products piled up, Sean, <laughs> as Nicola fuck tried it. to keep up with the bag packing. <laughs> How fuck? What the fuck? Like, How slow was she? That's it. Like, that's my real question here, because... 
If they're also whoever wrote this went to like proper journalism school. Oh yeah, and, and has been given this story, which I have picked up because it's being reported as a proper story. It, and it's the language is beautiful, might I yeah. say? The towers yeah. of produce that are stacking and, up. And, and, I mean, she has to get interviewed, Sean, because this is a serious fucking topic. This is big. It is. This is big, right? This could take Aldi out from the inside. <laughs> Right. From one man. <laughs> he could see my struggle. And when a tin finally fell, I began crying and shaking, she said to the news. I knelt to the floor to pick up the food while simultaneously trying to watch my children. I asked the cashier to please stop scanning more food. <laughs> <laughs> but Nicola says, and this is the best bit, she received a blunt and aggressive response as the cashier accused her of not packing quickly enough and dubbed her a liar for her accusations that he was doing it too fast. <laughs> I mean, like, presumably, like, you're, like, he's the professional in that scenario. I'm not, look, and I'm, look, if someone asks you to do something, you should try and accommodate and all that stuff. We've all done customer service. But, mm. like, he does this day in, day out. Like, that's his jam, and he's never been told... Like, if this was happening every day, then maybe it's an issue. Here's the thing. And if, You're coming to his turf, right? That's you, it. you got to keep up. You come to the so you come to the master, you best not miss. You know what I mean? <laughs> she She's come to the man who's... He's going to put it through. It's up to you to keep up. That's it. He sets the pace. Like, just put, put it in the trolley. <laughs> just, just, just put the pack in... Okay, so... The Aldi, we are, look, I'm not sure if people know the layout of it, but there's a little section when you have the trolley and it's right by the bit where they leave the, um, the, the, the goods, what are they called, the shopping. <laughs> <laughs> the goods? The what goods? are you buying, drugs? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, so when they, when they scan it and they just leave it on the little bit and then the trolley is like nestled in there. So if even if he kept pushing, it would just go into the trolley. And then you mm. go to the shelf of shame, which is a mm. way better system if you're a slow packer. But what also, if you didn't have a trolley? But, but, but then how much shit does she have in the basket? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no trolley. She's just carrying it. Just piles of it. Maybe that's it. That she's just trying to fucking shoulder all of these beans that she's buying. <laughs> Like, this story is written like this woman has been assaulted. That this mm. woman has had some something absolute. She says, and this is her own words, right? She says that the other worker was lovely. So another worker came across and defused the situation, right? But here's the thing. She's not emotionally over it, Sean. Because she says, the incident has a personally knocked my confidence. And I left the store in tears. And that, like, I'm, I got into a bit of a panic. She said. Right, okay. And look, panic attacks happen. It's They're terrible when they do. I, I don't I, think this was a panic <laughs> I just, Maybe this was the straw that broke the camels. Maybe the kids were being absolute devils the entire day. Could have been and, like, that as well. It was a wit's end scenario. <laughs> just mm. like, this is the last fucking thing I need. <laughs> but in terms... Of, this is just something that popped into my head. Um, people outside of Ireland might not get this, but do you remember uh, Super Quinn? Back in the day. Yes. It was like an old supermarket that was just very, very Irish. Owned by some lad called Quinn. Yeah, Mr. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice yeah. guy. So it was, it was uh, Super Quinn. Super Quinn, very self-centred. Uh, <laughs> but he, there, and I think it's actually still in like a couple of Irish supermarkets today that instead of the little like uh, shelf that all of the goods are put onto after they're scanned, it's just a fucking ramp. <laughs> and it just yes. that's a proper pile up when they get going <laughs> and you're just like but, digging it out with this trough but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Aldi doesn't have the big ramp no. so it just has that little bit at the end you gotta keep up or else you're you're getting forgotten about and uh, maybe the ramp was the best idea maybe they need a ramp Maybe maybe you need the ramp, but then I I feel the the ramp encourages chit chat, you know, because you're because it's yeah. safely protected by the ramp. There's no and you fear, t- and you t- you think you have more time than you do. But the poor eggs are about to be crushed by the, by the by the bottle of coke that you're after buying. 
oh, that's it. And like, it's Aldi. Like, there could be a bowling ball in the middle aisle. Just <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jonesing towards your avocado. <laughs> Not my avocado on toast. <laughs> no, I'll never buy a house. I've wasted all of my bowling ball. <laughs> And, uh, so also this story ends with her saying normally I pop into Aldi a couple of times a week but I've been putting it off I'll have to face it at some stage I mean yeah fair you probably will a um, couple of times a week though I mean that's I mean that's not too bad actually I used to do that uh, in college before I started doing the week shop Connor I think a week shop is better I think week shop get everything there and then pick little bits throughout the... If you need to stop in for 20 minutes, that's fine. But yeah, I would normally yeah. go heavy week shop, get all the all the dinners anyway. Yeah, get all the dinners, even some lunch stuff, you know, like yeah, pack a sliced ham and some bread, that'll get you through the week. Like Worst comes to worst, you'll have a ham sandwich. Uh, <laughs> bit of cheese, perhaps. Sourdough, bit of avocado. I'm never getting a house. <laughs> 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 and all of the trips to the shop all I can only assume and then we'll just get a takeaway <laughs> <laughs> yes get all the dinners for the week what's the date oh that's out tomorrow okay that's out the next day yeah. will we get will we just get a fucking Indian will we we'll what, just what get an Indian and just fuck this whole week shopping out the window <laughs> fuck that <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> so I'm going to move on to our next piece of news, Sean, and it involves animal animal rescuers searching for Whoa. a hissing cobra, who oh. they found more than the bargain for. Um, so animal rescuers called to a Singapore home in which a woman thought she had heard a cobra hissing, wound up rescuing the resident from a malfunctioning electric toothbrush. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Good to know those things sound similar. <laughs> so here's the thing. So she's at home. She mm. hears. She hears this. I mean, I suppose it must be called hissing. She she hears it going on. She's like, "What the fuck?" There has been some reports that maybe there was a cobra loose in the area. She's thinking it's come for me. This is where I go. It's in the house. This, yeah, it's specifically in the bathroom. Mm. And so she's like, let's not go check because, I mean, if it's Don't. a cobra, fair enough. That's it. Yeah, like much like the Aldi scenario. And now it's, you're going into the cobra's turf, you know, so you best go and, and I think, I think at that point, if you've already made the mental note that it is a cobra, you definitely don't go check. <laughs> yeah, once you've decided it's a cobra. It, like, it stops being, oh, maybe it's a cobra. And it's like, fuck, there is a cobra but in the, the bathroom. Then, the question becomes, there's a lot of steps between, what's that weird hissing noise? And there's a cobra in my bedroom. Or in the bathroom, I should say. There has to be bits in between where she thinks, well, it might be, no. Well, it might be, no. It's got to be a cobra. Unless there's, like, nothing else going on in the town and there's just been 24-7 news coverage of the fact that a cobra is loose somewhere. So it will be preying on your mind. Mm. Um, but I, I, I'm trying to think if I heard, like, a hissing in my house. See, I, see like, I would immediately go, oh, it's a gas leak. Like, that's that's where my head would go. Mm. Uh, you, would, you would accept it? I don't, immediately. With open arms. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> because of St. Patrick, we don't have to worry about the cobras no, or anything like that. He did the work for us. Did the work for us until the Celtic Tiger and all the snakes came back. <laughs> <laughs> bit of Irish political humour for you there. <laughs> A bit of about the bankers in 2007. Very on the button. <laughs> it's too big to fail. <laughs> I love the idea that most people listening to this are like, what? What the fuck are they talking? There's a tiger in Ireland? The snakes. The, the snakes, snakes came back. The sh- absolute snakes. See, snakes and snakes. They're different things in Ireland. Ireland has different vocabulary for them. That's true. The simple act of adding a H turns it from, you know, a delightful reptilian creature yeah. to someone who will... Buy up a load of houses and rent them out instead of selling them to families. Glad to know it's not happening nowadays. <laughs> the snakes. The snakes, snakes are back, are back. <laughs> the snakes are back, boys. They're back from their skiing trips. 
<laughs> oh man, so dumb. This um, monster is hitting well, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, it's going straight through you. It's going straight <laughs> through you. Um, do you want to talk about the 2007 financial crisis a little bit? I would actually, because here's the thing. yeah, here's here's the thing. Um, the boys they they didn't know what was going on, and nobody knew. But the boys, they I think they had a suspicion the snakes. Yeah, there's a bit of insider trading going on. People were looking at... You, you ever heard how hard it is to manage three houses, Connor? Like, ask me that. That's why you need ludicrous government salaries and bonuses and the government being really well connected to the <laughs> banking sector as well. Oh! <laughs> the snakes! The snakes! <laughs> it's a political sure. podcast now. <laughs> but it's, like, very vague. Just you... <laughs> just you drawing wild accusations everywhere. Yeah. That's that's ninety percent of my daily life. And a fucking another thing. And another thing, lads. And another thing. <laughs> and, and one more thing before I let you go. <laughs> um, so this woman, she's in her home. She hears the hissing. She realizes it's not a financial banker from Ireland. It's no. not. It's not a toothbrush. It's Thank got God. to be a cobra, and not just any cobra. It's a black spitting cobra, which is a venomous species that she decides is in her bedroom. It's about to kill her, so she calls the lads out. The lads have to. I'm only a can only assume it's like a firefighter situation. They've got to. They've got to gear up like the Ghostbusters. They got to come. No, they have uh, one man with a flute uh, and a basket, and he's just gonna fucking. <laughs> you, you look. You know the joke. You know where the joke yeah. is going. <laughs> <laughs> the monster's wearing off. So <laughs> we got halfway through that one. Um, so so she calls them out. And they turn up, they spend a lot of money getting there. I don't know how far they drive, but I'm assuming, um, the, sorry, the team, and then the team searched her home for nearly an hour before they discovered the source of the hissing, which I can only assume the stress of that hour is off the charts because every oh, minute yeah. you can see the cobra is another minute you're about to die. Yeah, that's when the cobra starts learning your patterns, like learning how you walk <laughs> and where you walk. Like a video game. <laughs> They're yeah. on the same route. <laughs> Cobras have predator vision, like yeah, isn't, that, of isn't that correct? Yeah, um, like how do you, as a team, hunt for a cobra in a house? Because is it like a SWAT scenario, like that they have the guns and the flashlights? I don't. Yeah, but I don't think you can show room clear if you check in, because I mean, it might not be clear. It could be hiding That's- anywhere. So, yeah, you could be in the completely empty white room, or not the collection of bicycle inner tubes. <laughs> The collection of toilets with no water in them. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, cobra in the toilet, by the way, would be a terrifying concept. I, I get a lot of those stories every week where a guy is sitting on the toilet and a snake comes up, like, through the toilet. Oh. But I never cover them on this show because they give me nightmares. That's very true. That's And also, that's one of the things that... Do you know what I remember I told you about how I can't fall asleep anymore? Um <laughs> <laughs> it's the monster it's not, it's the, not monster. the monster <laughs> it's not the monster it's because nine years ago I, I thought I learned how to in, induce sleep paralysis and I've been terrified ever since yeah but it, like, I that, like how like, we just yeah just rattle that sentence off that's fine if you weren't here for that episode it's fine it's fine you don't need to know you've learned all you need about me from this one podcast yeah but uh, that like that snake in the toilet thing is something I would internalise and check every time regardless of St. Patrick's hard work that he did. How would you check? By the way, just have a quick a quick look before 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 unloading the goods, Connor. <laughs> so there's no yeah, but what's it like? A quick check is I'm just assuming you just look in and go. Well, I can't see the snake, so it's not here. Yeah, and a, a cautionary pre-flush, maybe. <laughs> Clever. That is clever. I did see a video on Reddit once and someone flushed the toilet and a load of spiders <laughs> like Fuck crawled off. out from under Fuck the rim. Off. <laughs> no. It was awful. It was so bad. You'd never go near it again, would you? No, I'd, I'd move house. I'd move yeah. countries. I'd burn the toilet. Straight up, burn, burn the whole room. <laughs> the whole room, all house, whole city. Just, it's gone. <laughs> the whole city. <laughs> it's got to be done, Mayor. It's got to be done. <laughs> Mayor, yeah, it's Sean again. 
You're not going to believe this. They're back. I got to burn everything again. <laughs> All right, Sean, we'll get you a new house. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news, Sean. And this is a handcuffed Oklahoma man. And... He does some pretty amazing things because I have Oklahoma man, by the way, going for Florida man's title this week. Um, right. Handcuffed Oklahoma man escapes arrest on stolen ATV, leads police on another high-speed chase while handcuffed. Badass. Absolute badass. Now, actually, in terms of escape vehicle, the ATV is underrated. Because how so? How, how many situations... Have we seen that people have been on the on the, the highway, if you will, in a mm. high-speed chase? Going grand. They try and turn off, go into open desert or a field or anything like that. And the car immediately breaks down and explodes. So, the ATV, all-terrain vehicle. How many cars end up crashed in the water, Connor? Water is um, terrain. So, it's all-terrain. Terrain. There's no way that ATV can drive in water. It's an amphibious ATV. It's, how do you an, know? An, an AATV, if you will. <laughs> if you will. Because it's going to break down. It's, it's not going to break down, it's going to float. It's going to float. You ever, you ever seen, That's you not ever driving. Seen? That's it, just it, floating. No, because it's got an engine. All right. On the oh, back. You're thinking of like an amphibious car. Yeah, that's why I said an amphibious ATV. For good sake. That's why I coined the term AATV. <laughs> so, an Oklahoma man was being arrested on Tuesday when he managed to escape and steal an ATV before leading officers on the high-speed chase through multiple counties while still handcuffed, it already said. Police in Edmond spotted the fleeing suspect on the ATV, speeding past a stop sign and cutting through parking lots to the train tracks on the other side. The Edmund Police Department told Fox News that he was located just north of Oklahoma City. A second officer spotted the man run another stop sign and speed past more businesses in the area, police said. The suspect then cut through fields, wooded areas, all terrain. All All terrain. terrain. See, you wait the ocean comes up. And then drove into the ocean and drowned. <laughs> no, that's not here. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and wooded areas before entering the jurisdiction of the Oklahoma City Police Department. After several miles, he drove the ATV back into Edmond um, after driving, leaving Edmond to go to Oklahoma. Well, he wanted to go home. Mm. Um, as officers... <laughs> Oklahoma? He wanted to go oak to ah. Oklahoma? Is there something there? As There's officers there. pursued the suspect... Oklahoma track list. Hang on, that's a <laughs> musical. <laughs> they learned he had just escaped. <laughs> Doesn't count as improv if you Google it, Sean. <laughs> well, look, I'm just glad he didn't end up in Kansas City. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, and then... Who who was his accomplices? Oh, it was the farmer and the cowman. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Sing me a little bit of the farmer and the cowman, just off the top of your head. Oh, it's... I, 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 look, we can't... Copyright is yeah. a very Copyright. dangerous thing, Connor. We don't yeah. want to get this taken down. Oak, the Oklahoma um, play is very similar, or the musical is very similar to Disney. They will just copyright that shit. They don't, they don't give a fuck. That's it. Like it's ever since August first, nineteen fifty-five, when it was released by the label doesn't Angel count. Records. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, overture. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> um, uh, so, as officers pursued the suspect, they learned that he had actually just escaped from the Jones Police Department and was riding the ATV still handcuffed. So they didn't know he was still handcuffed when they were chasing him. It wasn't until they got closer to him they were like, "Oh, somebody else has already tried this, and they failed clearly." <laughs> Free handcuffs, lads. <laughs> the chase continued into Logan <laughs> County, where police forced the suspect to wipe out in a pool of muddy water along a dirt road. So I'm not sorry? really all terrain, is it? No, it's it's most terrain. Most terrain, isn't it? An, an MTV, if you will. It, it couldn't even get through a piece of muck. <laughs> Never mind the sea. That's uh, well, look, mm, mud is like a weird hybrid terrain. I would say because yeah. it's half land, half water. It's a you know, fucker it's, of a Pokemon as well. Um, very poisonous. 
The suspect then surrendered to the police without further incident, which I think would be easy because, I mean, half their job was already done. But yeah, they just have to read him the rights again. Also, what did you say about Muck? It's a fucking <laughs> difficult Pokemon. It's a very poisonous Pokemon. <laughs> Sorry, it is! Such a good sentence. I'm sorry. The, um, so, they just found him in a pool of mud. And so they were chasing him, and the ATV decided that it was going to wipe out that one of the terrains it couldn't drive over uh, was a piece of mud. So mm. muddy terrain wiped him out, and he went over the handlebars. I think the ATV might have a conscience of some kind and didn't want to mm. be involved with this crime any longer, and so it voluntarily right. uh, tri- tipped over in the mud. It wouldn't just be the fact that maybe it was just not built for that kind of terrain at that speed. Well, well, look. The it's it's it, it, if if this man got away on an ATV from this crime, then that the ATVs would be the most popular criminal vehicle in the continental United States. <laughs> and so, to protect his ATV brethren, um, the BTV, if you will, uh, they <laughs> he voluntarily gave up himself and the man who was piloting the ATV. So, okay, let's do, okay. Um, yeah. Right, I don't know where to Take start. Take a minute. Take a moment. No, I'm taking a minute. Um, look, yeah. are you suggesting that there is some sort of transformer situation where this ATV has a conscience and is deciding to just get rid of its drivers when they commit crimes? Well, it's not necessarily a transformer situation. I was thinking Knight Rider, but I think we talked about that last week. True. Uh, so this week... Herbie fully loaded. Very good. That's love Lindsay Lohan in that. One of her best. One of, one of the best. And love, love Herbie in that myself. Uh, and I'm going to run out of fucking sentient cars eventually. It's going to be Vrum Vrum that I talk about. <laughs> there was the guy from Cars called. Owen Wilson. Lightning McQueen. Connor. Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow. Yes. <laughs> um, so the police then chased after him and then decided to say, get on the ground, stick your hand straight out in front of you, police can be heard saying on the body camera footage. It was then that the police discovered that he couldn't stick his hands completely out because due to the fact that he was already handcuffed, oh, half their job, if the guy is already like pulled out his handcuffs, he's like, wait, somebody else was here? <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> just like, like the, the, a power move would be if like it was a magic act, and just like, and now with the power of handcuffs, and then he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> um, his name was Lucas Strider, which he didn't do once here. Strider was initially being taken into custody on suspicion of stealing copper wire and catalytic converters. So, right. I think. He's being arrested for stealing copper wire and then decided to lead them on a, like, through several counties in a chase while handcuffed. Well, the price of copper these days, Connor. Have you, have, have mean, you seen it? Whenever the they moon. make this run, surely you want to do it for something big. Like, you don't want to get arrested for stealing some copy, copper wire and then thinking, let's lead them on a multi-county chase, that'll get me a lesser sentence. That's true. I'd, I'd imagine the ATV isn't very fuel efficient either. So I think you're going to spend more on petrol than you're going to make in copper. <laughs> I don't know if he was buying the petrol due to the fact that he probably stole it. Do you think the man who steals copper wire and catalytic converters wouldn't own an ATV? Well, he already stole it when he was handcuffed. Like, he was handcuffed before he got on. So they nearly had him. There's a case in this moment where the original police officers have him. And they let him go... And then two hours later, they have to explain how he got to this point two hours later that he's still loose. But it, look, from my perspective, hmm. this man, uh, look, reclaiming some copper from people who weren't using it anymore or to its full efficiency, hopped on his ATV to go down to the copper shop and and then that got confused cop shop you know went down to the police station and said would you like to buy some copper and they put him in handcuffs not understanding that he was doing a service and what service was that a traveling copper salesman a copper a traveling copper salesman <laughs> of course <laughs> that's that was pretty big wasn't it that's yeah, the oldest profession it is 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. I would say as old as copper. Is it, sure, once you had copper, you had you had the copper salesman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a straight line from there to ATVs. You know? Do you know what? I think this might be your craziest ever week. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I think you might be having a stroke. <laughs> There's been multiple times where I'm like... Sean, what are you even talking about anymore? But at the same time, you got to respect it. Just, I, I'm, I'm trying to bring a bit of chaos to comedy these days. Yeah, uh, well, you're I not. Ha- you're definitely bringing the chaos. Okay, I'm halfway there. <laughs> halfway there. As Bon Jovi said. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, look, I, uh, maybe it's the monster speaking. Maybe it's the couple of cups of coffee I've had today. But I'm, yeah. I'm feeling great. <laughs> I think so. Um, they, he had to get involved. Um, he stole the ATV from a nearby home. He reached up to 70 miles per hour and they had a chopper and seven cars chasing him through multiple counties for copper wire. <laughs> I want to reiterate, he had not murdered or done anything real yes. bad. He had stolen some copper wire and eventually had seven cars, a helicopter and a multi-county chase on his hands. Isn't that like four stars in Grand Theft Auto is when the helicopter starts I coming think in? I think when he, when he gets on the ATV, he has one star. Yeah, yeah, for for the copper and the ATV theft. And then okay, the longer like, the chase For the copper on. wire is one star. For the ATV, that's two stars. But then once the chase keeps going and the SWAT team get involved and they have to call in the radio to get the helicopter with the spotlight, he's driving through counties, he's going back and forth, he's going over 8 miles per hour, they can't catch him, he's all terrain. I think you're at 5 stars. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then that's when the army comes in, I believe. (laughs) I I think next one was they were going to have to bomb him. (laughs) And his napalm terrain, because does that... (laughs) (laughs) to drive through the rocket he's just, yeah it's like there's a sea of lava in front of him and he's just he just revs the engines like let's do he like, this has a moment of like oh fuck but then looks down and he just sees the initials ATV and he's like I think it'll make it <laughs> he, gets, he gets renewed confidence yeah. he's like oh no that's a different type of terrain and looks down and goes wait a minute wait a minute and then he has a false advertising case. <laughs> yeah. He's thinking ahead. He's like, I'm suing the shit out of them when I don't go through this lava. I'll, get, and, I'll show them. And he's driving across the lava and the copper falls out of his pocket. <laughs> and he he looks back and he realises what he was really in this job for and swivels the ATV around to catch it. <laughs> this is the worst movie ever. <laughs> um, Sean, you know what? I think that's the end of Weird News this week. We're going to end on a high. The 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 man was successful. The man was successful. Eh? He was arrested and he is going to jail for. I could only assume for the copper wire. Maybe he would have gotten a year to six months. Um, yeah. And I think for the multi county chase, he's probably going to go away for about seven years. Yeah, I think I think those chases cost quite a bit as well. So he, yeah, they're they're probably not pleased that that happened. But they saved on handcuffs. It did. <laughs> only one pair. Recycled it. <laughs> the um so it, it, if that's the last uh story connor do you want me to take us out i i would i would like that excellent well thank you everyone for listening to this episode of weird news wednesday we will be back on friday with hero or zero monday with movie mondays and next wednesday with another episode of weird news wednesday big thanks to everyone who supports us over on patreon patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast uh link to that in the description big thanks to everyone who supports us over there special shout outs to please get vaccinated Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe King Shark Doo 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 Doo, King Shark Doo 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 Doo, King Shark Doo 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 King Shark Bernie, Roshin Shordoshin Holly, Ryan Right Time Evanson, Sean Heroes Don't Do That Jameson, Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Go Ducks Yelmroos, Lil Dicky Who Would Win Slipknot the Band or Slipknot the DC Character McGrew. I think we've established it is Slipknot the Band. Because they I have established the slip, no slip out the character. Uh, it's, you you can't claim a band, Connor. You can claim over the odds, though. 
Oh, odds are terrain. That is true. true. Uh, thanks also to Danny McLaughlin. Ray, sorry for that outburst. Have a custard cream on me, Luke Hoth. And I can't believe Wanda did this. And by this, we mean steal copper wire and go on a multi-county chase. Um, so thanks to everyone who supports us over there. If you want to join those fine people, um, you can get a shout out uh, for $2 a month. But if you can jump up to $5 a month, you do get extra movie reviews and TV show reviews that we do over there. All linked below, so do check it out. Also, there's our merch store. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is number four. Facebook is Detective Development's Discussion Group or Heroes for Hire Podcast there as well. Uh, you can also follow us Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast, or email us at Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been a very hyper Sean Meehan. <laughs> True. <laughs> we shall see you next week, guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.